This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. So let me ask you guys this. Do you think stock trading, can it be a hobby? Can stock trading be a hobby? Let me ask you, what's your opinion on that? What is your opinion on this? I'm not going to cloud your judgment. I'm going to let you put that in for you. Can stock trading be a hobby? This is the How to Trade Stocks Options Podcast, brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com, where we cover finance, stocks, options, entrepreneurship, education, and money. And here's your host, voted one of the top 100 people in finance, Christopher Ewell. Are you ready to finally learn how the market really works? Well, now's your chance. I have a free book for you over at secretinvestingbook.com. And this outlines 13 of the biggest secrets that Wall Street doesn't want you to know, like how to get a positively unfair advantage in the stock market. This is everything you're going to need all in one place. And the way to get this is by going to secretinvestingbook.com. Now, this book is free. It is free for you. I paid for the book. I just need you to help me out by covering the shipping from our office to your house. So go to Secret Investing Book right now. Get your free copy today and I'll ship this out right away and you can get the positively unfair advantage in the stock market by reading these 13 secrets that Wall Street does not want you to know. So get your free book over at secretinvestingbook.com today. Markets are people. People are predictable. Outlier can show you how to track market fear and greed with artificial intelligence on over 1,300 of the largest market cap names. Visit outlier.com to learn more. That's O-V-T-L-Y-R.com. They have a free pilot program for the rest of 2021 so you can get access to right now at O-V-T-L-Y-R.com. That's O-V-T-L-Y-R.com. The How to Trade Stock Snapshots podcast is now exclusively on sharevision.com, the first dedicated streaming platform for the world of finance. And that's where you can find us every single week over at sharevision.com. Just head to sharevision.com to learn more and type in 10 minute stock trader in the search bar. Come like and subscribe. I can't wait to see you over there at sharevision.com, the first dedicated streaming platform for the world of finance. Good afternoon, traders. I apologize for being a minute late today. I totally lost track of time, but I am here for you. And I hope you are here as well. If you are here, do me a favor in the chat. Say hi. Let me know what's going on in your world today. Um, I am going to be on Benzinga at the top of the hour. No problem. No stress. Um, I don't think we're going to have just as much to do today as we did yesterday. So I apologize for that going out after the market closed. But as you know, we were slammed all the way slammed. So what I want to do, I'm on, I'm on the other screen clicking, uh, couple things I wanted to find and discuss. Here we go. All right. So this will be for, for our final thoughts. Hey, like I said, if you're here, let me know. Uh, what I'm going to do first is I'm going to go into today's market analysis. So welcome to the 10 minute trading room. 
This is how to trade in only 10 minutes a day and exactly how we take the guesswork out of trading. Now, I got to tell you, this market lately has been crazy. I I would not have expected, you know, these one and a half, basically 2% moves, both directions every day that we're fighting here. But that's okay, because we got a plan. No matter what, you follow the plan. You follow the plan because then you've removed the guesswork. You're not trying to figure out, oh, what do I do? You already know what you're going to do. We already know exactly step by step by step what we're going to do on every one of our trades. So we're just going to have a chat about what we're going to do today. Victor is here. Hello, my friend. Glad you made it, dude. All right. So we're going to look first at the market. Now, with the 10 minutes of freedom trading strategy, the market trumps all. If you don't have the right market, you don't need to be trading that direction. Now we we figure that out, or we establish our direction here by the S and P moving averages, the market breadth with MMFI, and finally Fin Club being uh, green, or in this case red, if we're looking to uh, go short. Oh, Isaac is here. Good afternoon, sir. Donna's here. Donna, I missed you the last couple of days. You didn't say hi, so I wasn't sure if you made it. I'm glad you're here today. Yesterday was a crazy busy day. So let's take a look at all three of these pieces here. So the S&P 500, the blue line continues to be under the black line. So the 10 days continue to be uh, <laughs> these, the 10 day continues to be under the black line, which is the 20 day price continues to be under the red line. And like I said yesterday, we're looking at a death cross here in the next couple of days. It, it's going to be a, uh, it's going to be a dramatic day if we can get over that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We don't need to know. Speaking of not knowing, I didn't know you were here, Kavon. But now I do. Ka-chow, ka-chow. Kavon, so excited to see you on Friday. Glad you made it today, man. Donna, you were here, but you were late. Okay, cool. Yeah, you may have came in while I was uh, executing all the trades because there was a hot minute where I didn't even get a chance to look at the chat, but I'm glad you made it. Brian's here. Hello, hello. All right. So this continues to be a bearish posture. Right, it doesn't feel like it on a day when the market's up two percent, but this is a very bearish posture. All right, like I said, we're about to have a death cross here, another bearish signal. As you know, I have no perma bear, perma bull, perma anything. I'm an opportunist, and so are you. You're a 10 minute stock trader. So let's now go to the MMFI. This got a monster boost today up to 40 percent, which mathematically makes sense. Think about it, right? As we go through a bearish condition the hurdle of the 50-day gets lower and lower and lower till eventually a lot more stocks are pulling over it. And that's okay. That's okay. And then finally, today is a green day in Fin Club, which makes a lot of sense for watching the price action today. So because of that, this is bearish. This is bearish. This is bearish. Nima nailed it. Nailed it, Nima. I guess it's a defensive day with these setups. You are guessing correctly. Now, on a defensive day, it's not offensive. We are not going to put on any trades today. Not at all. We are already in the market, but not adding to new positions. So we need to go through each of our positions that we have on now and take a look at them. See if they need to come on or come off, I should say, or see if we need to add to winners. But wait a minute, it's a defensive day. We can't add to winners. So the only thing we're going to be doing is seeing if we need to exit anything. So that makes 10-minute trading a lot faster today. 
We're only looking on the defensive side, not the offensive side. So first, let's start with Fastly. Let's start with Fastly. Now, Fastly, let me look at my other screen here real quick. Fastly's exit signal is going to be 1857. The way that we are getting that, I, I've made this bigger. Hopefully, you can see it. Is we are re reducing our risk. Remember, that's what we do every day. We're we're following the five day. So the five day was up here yesterday, 1887. We're going to move this down to 1857 today. As you can see, super close to be able to lock in the profits for Fastly, but then there's nothing to do on this. So that continues to work. Next, let's go to Big C. Big C. All right, so Big C, the exit point today would be 2276. Where do we get 2276? That is yesterday's high. So if we get a close above yesterday's high, then we would be looking to exit. Remember, it's this criteria right here. Close below yesterday's low. Remember, this is all written to be bullish. So a close or above yesterday's high would be to uh, take it off. So there's nothing to do in this case. The one thing we will do is we're going to move down our uh, trailing stop down to the top of yesterday's candle, which uh, I believe was at 2276. I'm just going to click it. That'll be easier. 2276. So that's done on Big C. Nothing else to do on there. Defensive days are really, really easy. Oh, Andrew's here. Hey, man. Glad you made it, dude. Glad you made it. So defensive days are super easy, like I was just saying, Andrew. All right. Next is, let's skip down to Peton, Peloton. Now, this one's working really well for us today, uh, down 3.37%. So our current trailing stop exit point would be today at 28.62. The way that we get that number is we're following the 10-day. The 10-day, as of right now, is at 28.62, if I'm not mistaken. Hang on. Let me pop up this open. Uh, 28.76. 28.76. That's exactly where the 10-day is right now. 28.76. Easy. Just reducing risk. Every day, the goal is to reduce risk. Uh, okay, now the other two that we have on the board, we may need to do something with. We may need to go ahead and take them off. So let's have a discussion on each one of these. So let's look at Flex first. So Flex up 5.15% today. Could we have ever predicted the stock would be up 5% today? Absolutely not. Could we have ever said, hey, this trend looks super bearish. Let's look for a 5% update. No, definitely not. So this has crossed above and beyond our stop loss trailing stop point. So right now, the only thing we can do with flex is to close the position. So flex, just to remind you guys, we are in the, on my other screen as I type that in, March 18th. 17 puts. March 18th, 17 puts. Now, it doesn't matter about extrinsic value. It doesn't matter about liquidity. The only thing, the only objective at this moment is getting out. Yeah, Luis says, nope, that's why I closed it. Yeah, nobody can expect that kind of move, right? And right now, like these moves, these moves are hella bearish. But what we do is we keep our risk tight. I say it's bearish, right? Because like, imagine, look at look at what these candles look like, right? 
they're all moving in a nice little row and a little down, moving in a little row, moving down. Right here, it's like hella down, hella up, hella down, hella up. That's that's a bearish movement right there. Anyway, let's go back to flex. Closing these 17 puts on the March 18th expiration. I'll tell you where I get filled. Give me a second here. Doing all my others. Oh, am I filled? No. Give me a second here. All right. Filled to close flex at 80. Filled to close flex at 80. All right. Now, we're done with flex. Who cares? We threw it away. Remember, that's one of our things. Throw away trades that don't work. I'm not going to sit here and fight this. I don't know about you, but I like my money. So if it's not working, I'm going to get out before I let it have a chance to even work harder against me. Plus, honestly, this is the most ideal scenario. I want you to always remember that. This is the most ideal scenario. When you're putting on a trade with the smallest unit size, we didn't add, right? One unit size, whatever that is for you. And we're getting out the day after we put it on. Minervini would call that a giant win. Not in per uh, terms of uh, profits, but in terms of following your plan, that is ideal. If you're wrong, you get out fast. That's how it works. All right. So we're done with flex. Get out of my life, flex. Now, lastly is GE. This one at the moment is 24 cents. Yeah, 24 cents behind our trailing stop. And I'm going to change this to the 12-minute chart because I want to see what it looks like intraday. That's how close it is to our trailing stop. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to give it 15 minutes to work. I'm going to, because I mean, this is, there's a chance it might come through. And it's not because I'm not following my plan. It's because we're this close. I can give it 10 more minutes to figure out which direction it's going to go. So we're going to hold on to GE just for a minute. And in the process, we're going to work on our final thoughts. So I found this cool thread by Trader Lion. And we're going to be talking about Paul Tudor Jones here. There, there's 10 lessons here. So I feel I figured that this is a great opportunity to go through a few lessons. 10 lessons from Paul Tudor Jones, a literal billionaire, about trading. Are you ready for the first one? I am always thinking about losing money as opposed to making money. Don't focus on making money. Focus on protecting what you have. When risk management is our main goal in the market, we can make it through any rough periods, no matter what. That's what we've just been talking about, right? I don't make this up. I just follow the rules that are written by the pioneers before us, right? Every day, and as you know, I even said it just a little bit ago, we reduce risk every single day because we don't know what's going to happen. That's what Paul Tudor Jones says right here. And I'm, I'm going to believe this guy. He's got a little bit more in his bank account than I do. So I'm going to shut up and I'm going to listen to him. So one other thing I wanted to do um, as we let GE think about what it's doing is uh, I, I'm finding these interesting topics on the internet and I figure it's worth having a discussion on. So let me ask you guys this. Do you think stock trading, can it be a hobby? Can stock trading be a hobby? Let me ask you, what's your opinion on that? What is your opinion on this? I'm going to give you all just a minute. I'm not going to cloud your judgment. I'm going to let you 
put that in for you. Can stock trading be a hobby? Now I know that there's a delay, so I'm stalling here. Do you think stock trading can be a hobby? Dan, good afternoon. I'm glad you're here. I had no idea you were here. Dan, hey man, every day as we do this, just jump in and say hi. I really appreciate that. Good to see you. Define hobby. All right, I'll define hobby for you. My 3D printer is a hobby. I spend money on it. I am always tinkering with it. I am always never satisfied with the results and I'm always trying to get better at it. Um, which I was just having a conversation with another dad from the uh, Boy Scout group. He's like, I thought about getting a 3D printer, but then I heard a lot of people saying that it takes a lot of work. And I was like, yeah, I had no idea. I thought it was going to be a plug it in. You can start printing out the internet like at your desk and it's the coolest thing ever. Not exactly. Cause there's always something, right? It's the filament or it's the, uh, uh, the the temperatures or it's the flow rate or it's whatever. It's always something. And um, because of that, I'm investing a lot of time into it, but I'm not getting paid for it. I'm investing a lot of time into this because it's a hobby. A hobby is something you do because you enjoy it, but you're not going to get paid for it. So Luis, he's saying he thinks so. Andrew says, yes. The way that my mentors taught me is if you treat trading like a hobby, you will never be successful. That's kind of tough to hear, right? But it's true. You think about what Tony Robbins says, right? You don't dabble into being something that uh, can be amazing and change your entire life. No, you get busy. You learn every single thing about it. You commit. And while this can be a side hustle, I know Donna likes that phrase. While this can be a side hustle, it cannot be a hobby. You have to take this as serious as if you're running a business. You have to take this as serious as, you know what? If we lose on this trade, it's the equivalent. Uh, and I'm going to use a metaphor from uh, how to, how to uh, make money in stocks. But hang on. Hang on. Where it is. Yeah. Okay. As you know, I sit in front of a green screen. Um, I'm going to use a metaphor from William O'Neill on this book. Basically, he says, treat your trading like a business because let's say that you run a retail business selling women's clothes. I don't know much about women's clothes, but he was like, if you have a giant order of 10 or a or hundred red dresses, but red dresses are out of season and now everybody wants a yellow dress, you have to very quickly adapt to the market and get rid of these red dresses and get in those yellow dresses. You may have to take a loss and move on you may have to sell them at a discount, but you can get them out the door. You can get them out of your portfolio. And then you can sell as many yellow dresses as you want. That is the mentality that you got to have as a trader. You're going to keep using what's working, but you're going to cut, get rid of, and expel anything that's not. Having that mentality, treating it like a business, you're going to guarantee your way to success. So this was good. I got a lot of feedback here. Give me a second here. I want to read through all these. Victor says, I think it can be, especially with a strategy like this one, taking only time in the last hour of the day. doesn't demand a whole lot of attention as long as I follow the rules. I agree. I've done all the hard work for you. I do all the hard work every day. So for you guys, you can treat it like a hobby as long as you can work with somebody who knows what they're doing. So I appreciate that, Victor. That makes a lot of sense. Isis says, interesting. I do hear that said often. 
I would say it could be a hobby because there is so much to learn in many different directions. I can, I hear you. I hear you. Brian says, if you are not being paid to do it, then it's a hobby. Investing can be a hobby. Okay. Okay. I hear what you're saying there, but the objective is to be paid to do it. Not paid by, you know, somebody else to manage their funds, but paid by yourself, right? Letting it work. Nima says, with the 10 minutes to trade in concept, we can add it to one of our hobbies. Yeah. You just need more positive results. I agree. I agree. Isaac says, for me, it cannot be a hobby. I can definitely say it is not a hobby. Very good. I like that. Dan Clark's talking about Peloton. Let's go back to Peloton for a second here. Peloton's doing great. Nothing to do on Peloton. Uh, Victor says, but I don't want it to be a hobby in the long run. Dude, hell yeah, exactly. You don't want it to be a hobby. You want this to be success. Absolutely. And finally, Andrew says, thanks, Chris. Trying to switch to trading like trading like a business with decisions I make on getting in and out of trades. Yeah, it's got to be emotionless. It's got to be completely emotionless. Like selling red dresses. Hey, you know what? Red dresses ain't working this year. We got to get that shit out the door fast. We got to get back in those yellow dresses as fast as possible. Order, order more yellow dresses over there. Yeah, exactly. All right. Thank you guys for letting me go on to that. It's it's fun to, to do that. I think we're going to do more of that on defensive days when we don't have trades to put on. All right. So let's go back to GE. Let's go back to here. Yeah. For me, GE is saying it's just not going to work out. It's okay. We can go ahead. We can turn it off. We can go ahead and get out of this trade. Take our planned exit point. Don't even hang on. I, I want to change your mindset. Are you ready? This actually, I'm going to write this down. I'm going to write this down. Because I, I want to come back to this in the future. Think of it this way. We're not, we're not taking a stop loss. We're not taking a trailing stop. We're taking our planned exit point. Hugely different mindset. Don't worry about profits. Don't worry about losses. This is the planned exit point. I know it's hard to divorce those two things, but the plan was always to follow either the five day or this uh, this exit point of 94.22. We're taking our planned exit point, which to me, that's a success. That's a success. And even though it's not working right now, who cares? Because the next trades that we put on, they could be great. But we're not going to let something like this just rip it out of our portfolio. Yeah, I like that. I'm going to use that in the future. Planned exit point. We're taking our planned exit point in GE. All right. Let's go ahead and get out. So let's go to GE's options chain here real quick. March 18th. 100 puts. Closing the March 18th. 100 puts. Okay. Let me see what I can get filled at. Close the trade. Oh, got to refresh one second here. All right. I am out of the March 18th, 100 puts at 650, 650. That's where I got filled. Now, like I said, I'm taking my planned exit point. I'm happy to take a planned exit point. You have to be as um, 
Mark Douglas would put it. As Mark Douglas would put it in Trading in the Zone, which Isaac and Victor just recently read, right? Any trade, any trade has a possibility of being a winner or a loser. You have to follow your model. And even though we're taking a planned exit point now in GE, we're not taking a planned exit point in something else. And that's all right. Brian says, we still got three stocks in, pl in play. Exactly, yeah. And when you quit your day job and trade only for income, then it's no longer a hobby. Exactly. Donna says, my goal is to learn as much as possible and to be able to trade instead of work. And that's why I am here, Donna. And that's why I'm glad to be able to do this with you guys. Because I would be doing this anyway. I would absolutely, at this time of day, be doing exactly what we're doing. I just get to do it with you guys. So this is fun. So thank you guys for coming today. We've covered our final thoughts. I'm going to send an email. We did not add any. We exited two trades at our planned exit points. And now we let the others work while they can. So I will be on Benzinga at the top of the hour. I would love to see you guys there. Isaac usually comes. Occasionally, Kavon comes. If you guys can come, that would be awesome. I'd love to shout you out there. Thank you so much for coming to today's trading room. I'll send you an email in just a moment and I'll see you here tomorrow. Hey, don't forget before you head out, head to secretinvestingbook.com right now to get your free copy of the Secret Investing Book. This is how to finally get a positively unfair advantage in the stock market. And it has 13 of the secrets that Wall Street does not want you to know. And I want to send this to you for free today. Just help me by covering shipping. And the way you can do that is by going to secretinvestingbook.com. That's secretinvestingbook.com. And I'll ship this out for you right away. Thanks so much. I'll see you there.